0: About that a little bit, but also to give us something really sweet. Okay, isn't that great? So, so, we're going to talk about that today and have some fun with it. All of our moms today will also get some wonderful C's candy. So, you guys are going to have fun with that. We're the only church in town. We don't tell anybody we're going to do that, or else it'd be filled here right now. Everybody'd be like, whoa, come on. But uh, we decided last year we tried, it went really well. So, we said, let's do that again. It's a great opportunity for us to honor moms in a, in a special way. So, you're going to do that in just a few minutes. Give us a few minutes there, and then I'll, I'll have you do that. Today, we're going to talk about mother to mother, and there's a great scripture. Let's take a look at it. It's found in Timothy, where Paul responds to Timothy with some insight that he has, and he says, this. Why don't you read it with me? It says, I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois. And in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. A living, sincere faith. You see, I I believe that God brings us under the care of our mothers to develop within us a sincere, living faith. And that is their primary purpose as they try to give guidance and direction to both their sons and their daughters. And you know, some of us are going to not do all that great at that. I, I, I want to do something now. I want to let's get rid of the guilt thing first of all. This isn't about oh, my son didn't respond this way or my daughter didn't respond that way. That, your responsibility is not to get them to respond. Your responsibility is to do the best you can with the understanding and the faith that God has given you. And if you're doing that and you continue in that, then you'll reap great, wonderful rewards. So I want to encourage you along that end. So as we talk today about mothers and what they do in our lives, hopefully those of you that are younger will get a better picture of what it is that you should be doing and how you can do it. And those of us that are a little bit older can rejoice as we look back and see how God worked in these variety of ways in our lives to impact the lives of our children. So that's the big scripture there talking about how moms honor other moms; they pass on a sincere living faith from mom to mom to daughter to son, and in the process, they get to experience life within their children. The sincere faith. It's interesting. As, as you break down the sincere faith, that term sincere, and I said, "Well, what's this sincere thing?" If we go to Latin, it's sincere, but in, in the in the Greek, it's It's phrased a little differently than how it's written here. Uh, The word is in hypokristos, for which we get hypocrite. Okay, and it's meant without hypocrisy is what it means. Sincere faith is faith without hypocrisy. It's faith with no mask. It's faith that's alive and clear and understood. It's not perfect faith, but it's transparent faith. It's sincere. It's real. It's touchable. It's seeable. And that's what Paul is talking about when he says, I saw this faith in your grandmother and in your mother, and now I see it in you. It's been passed on, and you have grabbed a hold of it into your lives. It's actually living in you. Uh, it's, it's this picture of living, it's, it's, it's a faith that's alive that you know. And the word gnosis here is the word for living. It's translated living. And it means that you know. It's a, it's a knowing faith. I know who you are. I know what this is about. I've experienced this on a regular basis. a sincere living faith. I recently was sharing with a mother, and she was sharing in the midst of this thing with a college friend. She said, remember before I was married, I talked to you about the fact that I had three theories about raising children. She said, yes. Yeah. She says, well, now I have three children and no theories. <laughs> and that's what begins to happen to you. you realize that children are remarkable, incredible and they 're unfathomable at times they 're so you, you feel like I should be able to somehow cause them to do what they need to do, but it doesn 't work that way. they just don 't seem to respond the way you desperately want them to they don 't seem to get the things that you want them to get. So what I want to talk about today is is three foundational truths that are passed on a sincere living faith that 's passed on to our children and how that comes into play here. And I think most of you will identify with it, and you go, oh, that's right. That's what was happening as I did this. And, and I'm using this kind of a construction picture or metaphor, all right? And so I, I'm using today some of these pithy phrases that we all use that I think are apropos in, in relationship to mothers and how they uh, are involved in guiding their children. The first one is trust, but what's the word? verify yeah so trust but verify and what I mean by this is that God will always make a way as we trust in him and verify that it's he who is leading us secondly I'm going to talk about the concept the idea that we need to lay a firm foundation or build according to code build according to code and you're always frightened by that now I'm the first guy when they come here and they say you know Lee you need to build that according to code and I go that's going to be costly can we get around that? Is it reasonable for us to get around that? You know, and And we have to learn, no, no, no. It's worth the price later on. This church is full of electrical craziness. As you experience on a regular basis, we're like, what? What? Well, that's because they didn't build it according to code. They said, you know, we can cheat a little bit here. We can cheat a little bit there. We can do that cheaper here. We'll have Lee come in and run this part. Good luck, you know. Uh, building according to code is probably the second thing that that Jesus talked about then he said if you will build your life on these words that I give you and practice them then you'll find yourself having a a foundation and a house that stands firm in storms and struggles the third comment that I would do here is called uh, measure twice cut twice I fail on this all the time, and I keep coming. I go, I think the cut is. I I know. I, I know. I marked it right, and I cut it, and it's too short. I go, oh man. So now I kind of cut it a little bit farther back than I think. I go through all these different things to try and figure it out. But the key is measure twice. Make sure you know exactly where you want it to be cut. Then, cut it. Uh, one of my Fun Favorite Songs It's an old song. It, has, it says the exact same thing in a different way, and that's it. You know, my mother told me, you better shop around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I guess someone here knows that. You better shop around, which means, that means trust but verify. Oh, no, it means, oh, okay. And the process you need to measure twice. Only got to cut once. I said, you only not get married once, so be very, very careful about who it is that you marry. Check them out. Shop around. Shop around. Now, I could get into some things there, and maybe I will a little bit later in relationship to myself and how my Christian parents taught me the necessity of understanding who I was and whom God was calling me to in terms of a mate that he wanted me to have. Because uh, my wife, that was kind of chosen by God and then chosen for us, and, and my Christian parents said, that's the woman for you. And I said, really? That's so what I said, really? And they said, oh yeah. And I said, but I-, I tend to, I go short and blonde. She's beautiful and tall and brunette. And they said, she's the one for you. I went. They were so right. Forty years later, I go, my goodness, year after year after year. Now, the question that she still asked, maybe she should have shopped around a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be, how I said, sorry, baby. You know, <laughs> I measured twice, we're only cutting once. <laughs> so, that being said, I, I, I'm so fortunate. She said, not to say this, I'm going to anyway. I have the most magnificent wife and incredible mother. She is like, huh. And she's a grandma of grandmas. Okay, so I'm going to give her credit because she deserves it. Those of you who know her, you go, oh yeah, that's me. Oh yeah. So the first point we want to trust but verify. God will make a way as we trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways acknowledge Him and then He will direct or make straight our paths. This trust but verify picture throughout the scripture. Trust with your heart. Depend upon it. Believe in it. Write a check that won't bounce. I write a check regularly, and I know whether it's going to bounce or not. Well, we know that God's checks don't bounce. So I write it and trust, and I go, yep, there again, it worked. One more time, God paid for what I wrote. Submit in all your ways. Don't write checks your ego can't cash, is the way I call that. Submit in all your ways. Know his will. Yield to it. Verify it. Then he'll make your path straight. Then he'll direct your path. Since you are submitted to his ruler, to his balance level, you'll experience straight ways. Now, this is a great little... This is a balance you know, you put this thing up here and you do it just right and you get okay and you get over here and you go, Okay, there's there, now it's not, no it's not, yes it is. Oh see, it's so hard to get balanced perfectly. But when you get there and you put that on your pictures, Robin taught me this. If you put this on your pictures and do it right, they'll be straight. I've done this and I look it up, I look at them. They don't look straight to me. <laughs> but they are. And Robin comes in and she says Wow, your pictures are straight. Hmm. Hmm. Because she can see things that I can't in relationship to certain areas. And I go, what do you know? It's not about me making my path straight. It's about God making my path straight. It's the one who makes things level, who balances things in life. And as I look back in life, I look how God did this, and I go, oh, my goodness. If that would have happened, this would have taken place. It would have been horrible. Horrible. But God was in the midst of it and he was saying, hey, I'm putting all things together in the right way, Lee. I'm making this work correctly. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and submit to him in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. You see, moms, teach us that simple but marvelous, incredible truth. Trust but verify. Check the level. Now, with that thought in mind, some things taste really sweet, don't they? And some things less. So there was a great philosopher, his name was, For, it was, it was, it was Forrest Gump, and he said, you go, oh, yeah, he was a great philosopher. Yes, he was. He, and and he, sa- he actually shared his mom taught him this. He said, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So, Let's give all of our ladies over 21, if you're over 21, okay, guys, go grab some of those boxes there. If you're over 21, I got some people going back there, and Eric says, I'm going to help too. That's a fun one. Any of our ladies over 21, get a box of seats, candy. I'm going to take care of the front row. Sorry, you're not 21. I can tell. Are you 21, Dan? Okay. I just want to make sure. Uh, 18. Okay, Ken. Okay. I think you're 21. You, you made it. There's one for you. I've got three more here for the front row. Going to have fun on this end. So I've got, I think you're over 21, Cindy, Tara. You, you're 18. You look like you're 17, but, but. okay. We've got to do it on that end. I'm going to come over to this side here. They're, they're all going to come down here and give us some more, but that's because you were in the front row earlier. Good stuff. Hey, let's watch this special little clip. It's got some music behind it. and It talks about a mother's faith. I think you'll like it. Let's watch it. Good stuff, huh? (laughs) Great song. Reminding us that primarily our directive from God as mothers and fathers is to instill a sincere living faith in our children. And all the other stuff that we can add to that is wonderful, but it's about instilling, proclaiming, presenting, practicing a faith, trust in God with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. So that's the first part. Okay, that's the first part. Trust but verify. The second thing is learning how to build according to the code. You need to know the code. Jesus said it this way in Matthew seven twenty four. I think we've got it coming up here. Dun, 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 dun. dun. Is we're not coming up there? Do we got that? There it is. Read it with me. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And he goes on to talk about that aspect of building that foundation. You see the first thing that a mother teaches us in relationship to the code is she teaches us to hear, to listen. Not just be there, but listen. Hear the voice, not just read the Word. It's so important that as we guide our children in the Word to read it, that they're not just reading it, but they're listening for God's voice through it. That's the directive that Jesus gives us and that God is trying to tell to our mothers in this case. Teach us how to hear. See, the primary calling of a mom is to clarify the code for life foundation building, the minimum standards for building a house that God lives in. To help us hear the voice, not just read the word. To remind us of the truths learned, but also to show us the subtext. As someone said, a home is where you learn to love. A house is where you learn how to live. A home is where you learn how to love. A house is where you learn how to live. They help us to practice both of those things. Hearing means listening, not just recording. To hear behind the initial comments. We have what we call family conference time. It's family conference time. We even had a song with it. Yes, my wife always has a song. So we'd have, it's family conference time, it's family conference time. Like All the kids would go, no, yes it is. Now let's talk about the code. Oh, boy. And they'd go, okay. And away we would go, trying to learn to listen to what God had to say, how to hear his voice, not just read his word. Do you, do you get that? Get that? Got it. Good. Great. Good job. Okay, so first, first we hear, then we practice. First we hear, then we practice faith living. Build a home filled with faith, from the two-by-fours to the drywall to the kitchens to the bathrooms. It's a lot of work, and there's a lot of time involved in doing it. She paints the colors of our self-image and the essence of our real values, the developing insights of our hearts, As well as our spirit. She sets the stage for establishing character and confidence. From financial management to church attendance. Moms seek to bring depth and dimension to our relationships. How to practice with the heart, not just our Head, to encourage sensitivity to hurts, to learn how to acknowledge wrongs, to point out intimidation and why we choose not to, or to make it simplistic, to learn how to say, I'm sorry and you're right. I'm sorry and you're right. Those are two things that every man I know struggles with. I'm sorry. Roll eyes you're right, <laughs> you're right, yeah, you're right. We struggle with those things because it says, I'm wrong and I made a mistake. Moms teach us to do that appropriately. These are the foundations of faith. A home is where you learn how to love. A house is where you learn how to live. Moms guide us to both. I, I, I asked myself, what's a couple of questions you could ask in relationship to uh, mom here. So if, if, when I talk about, a, when we talk about our moms and we want to say, hey, what what we say there? See, I'm trying to turn this thing on while I'm saying that. It's really good. Come on, baby. There we go. And so I asked uh, Nina Dawson if she would share with us. And then I'm going to give you an opportunity as a congregation, just real quickly. Some of you may want to say, I want to share, I want to share. So I'm going to give you a chance to share. So Nina, come on up. And the questions I asked her to, to, to ask her fairly simple, and that was the number one, what's the number one thing that my mom taught me? What's the number one thing my mom taught me? And then secondly, if you could say only one thing to your mom, what would it be? Say one thing to your mom, what would it be? So, okay. by the way, she's a wonderful mom. Oh, thanks. That's why this I is picked is her. This is like not okay?
1: my I know, Peter girl, but man. you
0: are, <laughs> just wanted you to know. <laughs> Pete knows oh. it, boy. He applauds you all the time. Constant. Okay,
1: so I feel like that video shared exactly what I was going to share, Great. that my mom shared faith, wow. and she's pretty awesome, few of you have met her, and it kind of started my grandma and my grandpa and their faith, and then transferred to my mom and my dad, and she just loves the Lord, and wow. she shared that with me, and so all growing up, it was like Anytime there was ever a problem or anytime there was ever anything going on in my life, we would just stop and pray. No matter what it was, just stop and pray first, and I think that's awesome because she never tried to, like, fix it or come up with, like, a plan. We would after, but the first thing we would always do is pray. Even to this day, if, like, the kids are sick, my kids, or Peter and I are, like, we're like, oh, this is going on at work or whatever it is. She's like, all right. Put me on speaker. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> she's all like, we'll be in the car. And she's like, all right. And, like, the kids will be in bed. She's like, nope, go in their room, put them on speaker, and, like, put her on speaker. That and she's great. like, all right, Chris and Lucy, let's pray. And, like, then she prays. So they get prayer all, all the time. Wow. And so I think part of that is growing up military and, yep. like, moving every four years of her entire life and mm-hmm. then my entire life. And so we always just had faith and the Lord. That's wonderful. Everything. Isn't that great? And she's really awesome. Now, one and thing. What
0: one things. thing would you say to your oh mom right gosh, now? She's sitting know. over there saying, Mom, I want to say this to you.
1: Well, I love you. There I'll you go. You want to say, And thank you.
0: I love you and she thank
1: you. She taught me, hopefully, how to be a good mom. Yes, she, she did. Tried. And you're doing
0: great. Thanks. You're doing great. <laughs> As my wife would say, too. Thank you. You're doing great. You. All right. Give her a hand. That's not easy. Okay, so we're going to take about two or three minutes. Somebody says, I really want to say, this is what my mom taught me, and this is what I'd like to say to my mom. Somebody wants to do that, you get to stand up, and I'll give you a mic. If you don't, we're going to go right back to the message. Somebody wants to do it? Yes,
1: yes. Since I'm in the front row, I'm like, Nina, I don't like to get up and talk either. But I will say that my mother, she was an awesome woman of faith, and she made me go to church every Sunday, even if I was out all night. As a teenager, and, um, and she taught me to take ownership of everything. She said, you made your bed, now you lay in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. Okay, good stuff. Sounds like something I'd say. Yes, Tom.
1: Well, I'm old, so I was, grew up in World War II. My mother was a little Italian lady, and she sewed everybody's
0: clothes in the neighborhood. She loved on everybody. She died at 46 years old, and what I learned from her is to how to be a servant. Thank you, Mama. Great. Good stuff. Oh my! All right, that's ah, got. Oh, I got. I got a little guy over here, and he was in the front row earlier dancing, so he definitely gets to share. So here you go, buddy.
1: My mom taught me how to be loyal and gentle and nice to other people.
0: Here's mom right over there. Wow. Yes, yes, yes.
1: My mother taught me never talk to strangers, only friends you've never met.
0: Good, great line. Okay, oh, I'm over here. I got my my elder. There's not too many of them over here, but he is one of them. My mother was a prayer warrior, and she she taught me the power of prayer and what it was. Because that's why I'm a Christian now, because of her prayers. And she knows I love her, so all I would tell her is thank you. That's great. Great stuff, huh? Great, great stuff. Okay, yes, 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 Donna.
1: My mother uh, passed away on Mother's Day uh, when she was 95, and uh, she taught me that communication is really important. We've always talked. My mom, always, we talked about everything, so I really miss her.
0: Thanks, Donna. Okay, uh, we got another one. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. My name is Susie, and I uh, have a unique opportunity to have many mothers in my life, and I would like to give thankfulness to God for putting in my last and forever mother into my life, and I want to um, give gratefulness to all the people that have been the mothers in my life, throughout my life, as as they've changed faces, and I just want to give blessings to the couple that I have sitting here, because she is now my Thanks, Susie. Okay. Yes, Jill.
1: Um, My mom got cancer uh, six months after I was born and had like three operations, so nobody thought she was going to live, and she did. She lived a full life. So one thing she taught me was to never take anything for granted. Like I always didn't take her for granted because I didn't know how long she was going to be around. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting is that her mother was very critical and negative and not a very good mother, and yet my mother was the perfect mom. So I thought that was great because some people kind of use that as an excuse that it's going to pass down from generation, and she stopped it and um, was everything that her mother
0: wasn't. They said, okay, I got Robin over here. If I don't let Robin speak, I'll be in big trouble. Uh. Okay, so here we go. Well, I just want to say I came from a non-Christian family. Nobody in my family knew the Lord, including my mother. And But she had a fierce love, unconditional love for her family. And we were raised in the most loving non-Christian home ever. And I um, lost her right before 9-11, so my kids were little. But to this day, I, will, I love my kids, and I'm going to do anything for them because my mom taught me that family is first. And I'm just hoping in the 11th hour she found the Lord. I'm not sure, but I'll know one day. We don't all come from perfect homes, you know. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> my mom came to the Lord in the last few months of her life. She came to live with us and gave her life to Christ. said, So, hey, it happens. Okay, somebody else, last time, last one, we're going down here, oh, Derek says me. I got my mom here today, so. Um, you led me to Christ when I was three, during a thunderstorm. I had no idea what that meant. It, it, my faith has grown considerably, and you have been a spiritual shepherd to me. Um, you also taught me not to be gentle, but uh, to be humble by beating me in arm wrestling until I was a junior in high school. I can get her now, finally. And you taught me that it takes a village. Um, you shared by allowing others to come in and walk with us. And I'm so I'm grateful for people like Nancy and Derek Lewis and for the Brooks and for uh, so many others. And there are many in, of you in here today that are, I consider parents to me. And I'm so grateful that my kids have the same thing. And I learned that from you guys because you have also been parents to many people that were not your blood relatives, but because of the blood of Christ, they are your kids. And so I'm grateful for your legacy. Great. (laughs) Wonderful stuff. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stuff. So we learn a few things. Moms teach us in terms of faith that we need to trust but verify. They teach us about the code, that there is one, and we need to follow it in terms of foundation for our life. And then lastly, uh, moms teach us that we need to measure twice, cut how many times? Once. Measure twice, cut once. Or you better shop around, okay? (laughs) You better shop around. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Wisdom. See, moms tend to see the souls of their children. They seek to help them discover who they are, not just tell them what to do. Uh, Tom Landry was a well-known football coach for the Cowboys, said, My most difficult job is to get these men to do what they really don't want to do, to achieve what they really want to achieve. Setting a goal is not the main thing. It's deciding how we will go about achieving that goal and then staying with the plan. You see, the struggle of fathers often is we tend to want our sons or daughters to be what we think they should be, not what God made them to be. But moms, it seems to me, they have an innate awareness and ability that God calls wisdom and faithful instruction that he gives them to see beyond just what's in front of you and to say, it's not about what I want them to be, it's about who God made them to be. See, that's instruction. The issue is simple. Children's need their mom to help them discover a sincere living faith. God God intended that. I still remember one of the most poignant memories in my life. My wife was sitting down and she was reading to my son. And I thought, well, I'll go over and sit next to him and kind of make a moment of it. And I went over to sit down next to him. He turned and looked at me. This was David. And he said, get your own mom. get your own mom. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I got up and walked off. <laughs> Boy, you let me have it. This is my time with my mom. She's teaching me. You need to move on. Harvey Pinnock, one of the greatest golf instructors, ever, said this, the instruction needed to have a great swing is not the same for every person. You have to know each person's swing before you can help them make it a better one. I read all these books about swings, he said, but they don't know me. You can write all the books about motherhood you want. Every child is unique. They're different. The closest thing you can come to getting good instruction is grandma. That's the closest you're going to get. Grandma can help. But everybody else We don't have a clue. I don't know their swing. Had two daughters. One was extremely red, you know, uh, powerful, strong personality. The other one was sensitive and caring and loving. And it was like, they're so different. You have to respond to each one completely differently. And Mary understood that. I tend to say, you know, here are the rules. Just follow the rules. Doesn't work that way, honey. Really? She said, Yes. Follow my lead. Sometimes I did. Okay? Moms seem to know what one person's needs are and the other may not need that. You have to know them, study their swing. What excites them, what bores them, what are their habits? What are their struggles? What's their color? What's their sports? What books do they like? What TV program? Who are their heroes? Who are their friends? What do they do well? What do they do not so well? Every child is different. Worship team, come on up. Once you know their swing, then you can help them to swing well. That is the key to life. So the Lord says, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Not a surface reaction, but a response with discernment. She turns chaos into cosmos. You see that with many of you women on a regular basis. I don't want to pick on you for when you don't have makeup on, but you look wonderful this morning. <laughs> hey? And I'm amazed at what women can do in terms of turning something that looks pretty plain into something that's truly remarkable. Like, wow. From clothing, to makeup, to walk, to fitness. It goes on and on and on. Faithful instruction is instruction that works. The result is order, peace is restored, positive attitudes, depth of character, spiritual and emotional maturity, a willingness to learn from past mistakes and past victories. The need to become acquainted with facts and to grasp their significance, to dispel ignorance, and to pursue truth. That's faithful, faithful instruction with wisdom. Character and confidence. Wisdom instruction. Uh, Someone said, instruction is how to do it. Wisdom is why I'm doing it. I have been reminded of your sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And I'm persuaded of this. It now lives in you also. Moms, we want sincere living faith. And the way you give it to your children is you teach them to trust but what? Verify. Verify. To build according to the code or the plan. To measure twice and to cut yeah, So there it is. So as we close today's time together, we're going to listen to this song, and I want you to think about this, men and women. If you're a mom, you need help. Okay, That's the first thing. You need help. So first thing is say, uh, you need a grandmother. If you don't have one, get one. Say, Lord, your prayer right now needs to be, Lord, bring me a mother. I need a mother to help me mother my children. Okay? That's number one. Secondly, I would say, if your mom is here, make sure you share your appreciation with her. Make sure you share your appreciation with her. It's a hard, hard job. I was l- looking in the mall yesterday at all these women holding these young ones. I look over there with, with my buddy here. And he's holding his little, little girl and he's over there holding her up and he's going, yes, isn't this great? And I go, yes. And it's so much work. As they walk around the mall with an extra load. And I thought, man, that must get heavy. And then I was, the Lord spoke to me and he said this. Lee, remember the song? And I said, oh, that's right. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. And I thought, he's really not heavy. He's my son. <laughs> there you go, baby. <laughs> and that's how it works. So, let's pray. We're going to do one verse. You're just going to pray and ask the Lord. And you may want to write something on your... Your card there and put it in the back later after the service is over, whatever it is and ask the Lord for insight, listen and then in the second verse, if He'll get us up and we'll finish off the day and go home to celebrate with our moms alright, God bless you